Hey, what's up, uh, fan dames, listeners, sleepover members? This is a backlog episode that never actually made it to um, your beautiful, wonderful ears because life happened and we got really busy. So here you go, a fun, never before listened to, heard secret episode um, that has lived in the files of my computer for a few months. And without any further ado, here you go. Wow! Welcome back to the Sleepover Podcast. This is Fan Dames with Parks and Nebula. I am one host named Nebula who is stolen because Parks has food in her mouth. Okay, I'm good. Alright, you want to introduce yourself? I'm Parker. I'm gay. I like to go on nice walks with people I don't know. I... That's called strangers. You probably shouldn't go on walks with strangers. I'm mad living. I'm scared. You put me on the spot. You're fine. I tried to eat a little pretzel because I thought you would take more time, but you didn't. <laughs> We've been doing this how long? 20 minutes now. And you're like, oh. I- I'm at like the show oh, in general. Um, a full year. <laughs> Actually, almost, almost yeah. Year. Technically, the first day we started recording was March 25th. So No, that's the day that Fandames was born. Oh, should we start recording but- April, huh? In April. Yeah, like yes. I think April 1st or 2nd was when we actually started recording. It was one of those weekends because it was the weekend of my niece's birthday. Yeah. And her maybe. birthday is April 2nd. Yeah. So, yeah. we've been doing God this damn. for almost a year and I don't know how to be a part of the intro. And we, we've we been gone for a minute. Yeah. Because I have been horribly sick. I've been horribly depressed. I've been. This is the second most sick I've ever been in my life is this past month. Um, when I was 13, I had mono and I had mono so bad that I genuinely thought I was going to die because um, I couldn't breathe and I couldn't eat or sleep or do fucking anything. I thought I felt my throat literally peeling open like I could feel my throat bleed. It was the literal worst. Um, and this came real fucking close to it. I lost my voice for four days uh, completely. I was in so much pain that I could not swallow anything hardly. I coughed so hard that I felt like I was going to fucking throw up my whole stomach. It was terrible. And I'm still getting over it. So you would have hated eating these pretzels for real. Yeah. So if I um, cough during this, or if you hear that at any point while I'm laughing. I'll start screaming violently. Like, I will tear you (laughs) up. Well, fuck you. What was I going to fucking say before... I don't know. I just needed to get that out there. And also, we recorded literally like two days before I got super sick a month ago. And so there's a Fandames Lost episode that is sitting in my file in my drafts. And I will publish that for patrons only. Why don't I remember this Whenever episode? I... Because you were out of it. It was right before Level Up. And you were in Did that Tom episode Crunch. not get posted? It did not get posted. Because I was so sick, I couldn't get out of bed. I texted you three different days, and I said, okay, I feel bad. I'm going to do it. I'm going to edit it Episode tomorrow. It'll be late. Episode never got posted? It never got posted. I was living posted. like, I was like, yeah, great. Everyone heard that. <laughs> no. I feel... <laughs> no. All right, that's on me. Hold on, I'm taking my birth control. No, it's it's also on me, because I, no, I just was so you, sick, bro. and I couldn't, I, I could not did. edit it. <laughs> I couldn't sit at my desk for longer than, like, an hour or two. Well, you shouldn't have said um, anything. You should have just quietly put it out there. 
No, I'm going to I'm going to put it on the patrons exclusively because I also noticed that my audio quality isn't great in that one. Um, so I'm going to do some editing and it's just going to be a little fun extra for you guys. Uh, way to go, Nebulous. So you'll get a whole extra episode. Yeah, I know. It's all my fault. I'm sorry that I got sick. How it wasn't even fucking you? COVID. Dude, it wasn't even... Whoop had COVID in the same house. We did not isolate at all because we found out he had COVID very late into his whole stint with it. And I tested twice and I was negative both times and they tested me for flu and for strep and they were like no we don't know what the fuck's wrong with you um here's some antibiotics I guess go home and I was like what the fuck so I still don't know what I had but here we are <laughs> here we are I'm going to the gym after Goddamn. this um so I should probably stop fucking up so many pretzels <laughs> yeah you should probably stop eating a lot of salty things if you're gonna go to the gym I've had no salt. You'll be all today. dehydrated. No, I'm not. I've had three of these. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay, it's good. It's branded. Whoa. Is that all of our fan name not stickers? Not all of them, just wow. four of them, but... It has our, our very own faces on it, too. I know, That's I cute. like us. We're cute. Aw, we're so adorable. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Uh-huh. Well, Parks, my beloved wife, what do you want to talk about this episode? We're talking about... Did you really just put another pretzel in your mouth? Really? Mm-hmm. We're recording! Stop eating! I can't. I'm on crack. <laughs> um, we're talking about your obsession with Batman. Oh, my God. Rob, Robert Pattinson. This is your warning. Hold on, Nebula. Shut up. This is your warning now. If you have not seen Batman 2022, you need to stop this episode or it will be heavily spoiled. I have thoughts. Nebula has thoughts that we've been holding on to for several days to not discuss with each other in full depth because we want to be able to have this episode i am saying this seriously and wholeheartedly we do not want to ruin this for you we think you should experience this movie on your own so please if you do not want spoilers for this movie click away now yep i'm giving you that second um all i was gonna say is that i'm in love with robert pattinson i have been since 2008 um i went through the awkward phase after you know you know the post twilight clarity of like oh don't look at me i was just a stupid little teenage girl i didn't know anything um of being like no fuck that and now here i am 10 years later like nope i i'm in love i'm in love i was always in love i was also in love with kristen stewart still am yeah but like rob Mwah. chef's kiss most perfect batman i've ever seen michael keaton held the gold standard for a very long time it's but he rob takes the cake it's because I, for so long with the most recent um movies they've been trying to make an edgy emo batman but the issue is that they kept trying to make him cool don't make him cool let him you be can't be lame. edgy and emo and also let cool. him be you lame can't. and listen to nirvana and wear eyeshadow that is how you Zoe's like leaning over to me. She's like, I actually love this song, bro. What the fuck? Why do they keep playing this song? I love it. Like, it is a good song. I don't like Nirvana, but I really like that song. Did you see the tweet that said that this movie puts the timeline of Thomas and Martha dying in 2001, which means that they probably were Shrek. taking their beloved son to see Shrek? They were at an opera theater. The theatre. Oh, is that how they do yes. it in this movie? No, this that's how they do it in every okay. movie. <laughs> no, incorrect. Oh, in the movies. Yes. In so- okay, in the comics. In most of the movies, it is. it is done because Thomas Wayne is a public figure. He has to make an appearance at the opera because, like, you know, 
Yeah. High yeah, society. And that's, also what they always, that's what they always show Bruce doing when he's doing his own little That's why Three Jokers too, also but. takes place in the Opera House. Oh. 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 I, did, I did like that they worked in a Zorro joke into this one. I thought that was very clever. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I loved this movie. I loved that the Riddler was an incel. I honestly, like, a lot of the times when they try to incorporate that specific, like, character design where it's like a meta 2022 incel, it never works. It always feels like it's trying too hard to be, like, on the nose and be like, look at this. Like, no, bitch, make it funny. Make it real. Scream 2022, I'm looking at you. Take fucking notes. Take fucking notes. They did this shit well. They did this shit so well, especially the comment section on his live streams. It was funny as Whenever fuck. It, at first, it's just like, oh, they're just commenting on what he's doing. There's just another bunch of weirdos that are, like, supporting this. And then you realize, oh, no, it's deeper than that. What the fuck? But I, I really liked that. I mean, yeah, it's really easy to pick up on, but I was just so engrossed in I'm in love with Robert Pattinson that I wasn't paying well, like even attention. I appreciate it because in a lot of the comic runs, that's how the gooning uh, uh, like occurs. It's by the... My favorite part, though, Um, I know I was just having like an actual point about bringing up goons, and that's how a lot of the DC villains have like their cliques instead of just being one dude. Um, I really like that they're like, he has 500 followers. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, god damn. They all happen to be in Gotham. Whoa. <laughs> How'd he find Whoa. a Reddit? <laughs> Did he go on, like, a Gotham cringe subreddit or something? Well, it could have also been, like, you know, all the people, especially the women that would, like, write love letters to serial killers in prison and stuff. Like, I know Richard Ramirez is a really famous one that had a lot of groupies while he was in Ted prison. Bundy too. It's like that... That same mentality that I'm sure that they were like, I'm going to go to Gotham and I'm going to go be a part of but this. But I like to just think that a lot of them were just like living there already. Because there were some already at the funeral. They were, just they were at the funeral already. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're like, whoa. All right. I just, when I, when we were watching the credits, um, Whoop leaned over to me whenever we saw the Ave Maria credit because it's the first yeah. one and then it credits like the boys choir that sings it. And then it's also the last credit and they have to specifically credit Paul Dano for singing it because he sang just enough that legally they have to put it in the credit. <laughs> Mm. My favorite part was when he was in the interrogation room. <laughs> He's like, it didn't work. And he just started freaking out and crying. <laughs> He's just screaming. We're the same. He's just like, ah! <laughs> It's like, we're not the same. I, I didn't it. think any of that shit was cool. Just, <gasps> no! no! How did my plan not work? Why are you not my boyfriend, Batman? Whenever he's just staring him down and going, Bruce, like man, you need you need some water. (laughs) Cough drop. I I really liked it because in that moment I like felt that kind of anxiety of like oh shit like he put it together but I was also the other half of me was like this is stupid this is stupid. The Riddler in the comic always has it. He knows he just doesn't. It's the same with the Joker. Like they know (laughs) they just don't want to do it because it ruins the game. The Riddler knows for sure. It depends. It just doesn't say it. Some of the Riddlers are not that smart. They're smart in a different way. 
the Joker, I don't know if he ever, like, officially 100% knows, because I know it's his whole thing of, like, I don't want to but know. But a lot of the times he does. Like, in the Arkham games, he, does, he knows, okay. but he just does not care. He's like, I'm not gonna fuck with your personal life, it ruins the game. True, true. Damn. I... I'm enough fangirling. I genuinely, wholeheartedly, this movie is the best. This movie is, like, in my top three all-time movies now. I whole ass love it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. There are, of course, minor complaints here and there, but that's how every single film is. No film is perfect, except for Scream, um, 1996. Scream 2022? Perfect movie? No. Sponsors. Never on your life. Never on your life. I'm gonna get a What did you think of this movie? I thought it was really good. Um, my only criticism, I already told you this. Bruce is smart. He's always been a very smart man. Um, and with the current aesthetic they have of like his contacts being cameras and shit, you would think he would know the basics of how to fucking work a laptop. So when he put in the USB drive, raw. <laughs> Without any encryptions, any securities, and it started doxing Gordon. He's like, whoa, how'd that happen? And then fucked off. It's like, that's crazy. I can find this girl later. Gordon's like there, like freaking I, out. Like, that's sent from my email. I'm fucked. Like, yeah, you are, Gordon. Anyways. I I, I liked it because it, it highlighted the moment of like, oh, he has to learn all of that. But he it already has to learn knew how to take that, those precautions. Alfred, but he, he should, yeah. Alfred was very, I don't know. It just makes it feel like Alfred's teachings were kind of reduced because he was that much of a rookie. He didn't know how to work a fucking laptop. Yeah, I get that. That's a definitely a valid note. I just thought it was fucking funny that like not even Jim Gordon was going to check. It's like, dude, you've been in law enforcement for how it long? It just felt like a dumbass scene. You're like, why did both of you let that happen? Like, I know you needed to for the plot. What is on my wall? Oh, it's <laughs> on my that? monitor. What? It's on my monitor. <laughs> there was a speck, oh like, right here on my monitor, yeah. on my camera screen. And I thought there was a big fucking bug. I was going to freak. <laughs> it was on my monitor. Whoa. Um, Yeah, it, that right. felt really amateur. And it wasn't, like, an actual criticism. It was just made me look at my dad like... For real, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I felt when um he's taking the contact out of his eye for the first part because it literally like zooms in on his grimy, disgusting bare finger, <laughs> and then he touches his eye and pulls the contact out. And I'm like, no, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I've done it on the con floor. Like, nope. After I touch a bunch of shit, I'm like, ooh, that sucks, and I just do it. I somehow I'm not surprised. <laughs> Don't look at me scandalized. What else was I supposed to say to that? Have she some is faith losing in her me. mind. Damn. Damn. No. I, I know better. When I was high at the bar, and I put my hands on everything when I'm high. Uh, I'm a baby with sensory issues. Um, I love touching shit. When I was at the bar and high wearing Misa, my red contacts needed to come out. My eyes were so dry because I was fucking high as hell i just put my nasty little fingers in there just mm. they had a whiskey oh and pickle juice on them because i don't know how to take no. shots without spilling no. so just like mm, got in there my eyes are perfect though i get them checked every year no fucked up eyes um psa if you have good vision please go to the eye doctor at least once a year i know you probably aren't thinking about it but please go 
I'm going on Saturday to go get my eyes checked for my yearly exam. So that's on my mind. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't that? know. I'm freaking out about my eyes. Okay. Well, besides him being fucking a gremlin, you know what's a positive Bruce Wayne gremlin moment was when he was so startled that the sun continued to exist that when he went upstairs in the morning that he had to put on sunglasses and then just started eating blueberries. <laughs> Honestly, I relate. Like, that is, this is my Bruce Wayne. Fuck everybody else. This is my Bruce Wayne. That's directly from the comics. Like, that's, that's what he does in there. God, I- I got you some just... blueberries when you come upstairs. Yeah, Alfred, he'll be right there. And he's got, like, a blanket over his head. <laughs> I really, really loved how they did his character. Because, like, I know that it's kind- It wasn't that way in the beginning where it's, like, Batman becomes who he is and Bruce Wayne becomes the mask. But that's, like, how it's evolved over the years in the comics. Especially there's a comic- I can't remember the name of the run where he and uh, Selena are at a masquerade ball and everybody else is wearing masks and Bruce Wayne and Selena are the only two that aren't, which is like implying that those are their masks and their real identities are Catwoman and Batman. And there's also a scene in one of the comics where Diana and uh, Superman and Batman are all holding the lasso of truth and they're being completely honest with each other about who they are and what their heart's intentions are. And Diana says, I am Princess Diana of Themyscira. Uh, Superman says, I'm Clark Kent. I'm Kal-El. And Batman just says, I'm Batman. Yeah, my man will not be and it. Batman like, is when he feels the most like himself. He's not. And there's there's another comic that one of my coworkers brought to my attention today, actually, where um, there's like, I can't remember what group but they're one of his rogues is trying to get in his head and make him think that he's insane and like gaslight girl keep gay gay boss him i said that wrong but that's what i'm gonna stick with and uh there's like an electrode that's sending these messages to his brain or whatever and they're calling him bruce the whole time and he knows that that's not him thinking that that's someone interfering and whenever he finds out and confronts them they're like well how did you know that it was this he's because i don't call myself bruce in my head and just walks away and they're like oh shit he just calls himself batman fuck yeah yeah." and this movie gets that this movie gets that he doesn't want to be the playboy he has to become that but he doesn't want to be and it's been that way in the comics since the 80s, but it's like n- no movie That's why wants to establish Justice that. Justice League and um, any of the animated movies do it so much better because they prioritize him being Batman over everything else. Like, yes. Alfred has. Uh, that's what the issue is with, like, Batman versus Superman or, like, The Dark Knight or any of the fucking. Um, the Zack Snyder one specifically, too. Because I'll go into those in a minute. But they always try to focus on Bruce Wayne. And they do Bruce Wayne okay, but they don't do Batman well because they don't know how to balance these two. Because first and foremost, he's Batman before he's a socialite. Because once his parents died, Alfred was trying to protect him, so he learned martial arts. He learned how to be he learned how to be Batman before he learned how to be social. He didn't know how to take over. Alfred was doing all the work, and then Bruce had to learn how to do that. They did that first, and that was such a good characterization for him. Whereas, like, and they did it right. Like, they did a dark Bruce Wayne without having to fucking make it. Zack Snyder, um, trigger warning, uh, Zack Snyder in an interview said that he wanted his Bruce Wayne to be darker, so he wanted him to be prison raped. 
Yeah. Oh, you didn't know this? I thought I told you this. No, you're right. You did say this. And I think Whoops mentioned this to me, too. Yeah, he's like, you know how we make this Bruce Wayne darker? He's got a dead parent. He's got dead parents. Lots of trauma. Um, Let's also make him an essay. Let's make him a victim. Yeah. That's not... That got cut, luckily. But he was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, God. It's like, no. Um, No. Yeah, I... I also, so, like, a couple nights ago, I read um, Batman Year One. Yeah. Which is from ni- 1988. It's only four issues long. It's a great little little book because um, you can get it, like, the graphic novel condensed version. If you just want to read the issues, it's Batman 404 through 407. Yeah. Um, but at the end of it, whenever he, well, like, end, it's like the end of issue two out of that. So, like, at the end of 405. Mm-hmm. um he is bleeding out in his study with a bell in his hand and is like, if I ring this bell, Alfred will come. But I, I don't know who Bruce Wayne is. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's I'm doing what I'm doing wrong. Cause it was his first night of trying to go fight crime after he's just come back to Gotham after training for 13 years. And he doesn't get it and a bat breaks through his window and then he has this moment and he's like talking to his dead father and saying like yes father this is who i'll become i will become the bat and i think that this one like this movie really captured that moment of like what do i become who the fuck is bruce wayne i just know what i have to be but i don't know how to get there and it's him figuring that out and yes he he got he he got the first few steps, but he's still walking. He's not quite running. You know what I mean? But I, I just feel like it captured that same energy that year one had really I was well. really happy that it also outgrew the vengeance thing. Um that's a spoiler for more towards the end when he's like, I don't wanna be just vengeance. Like I wanna I want I wanna help people, bro. And that's why he makes his priority, not punishment, but actually helping. Because the entire time, like Catwoman's like, shit's not getting done. Like punishment's not doing enough. We gotta do more. Um, everyone is like, you know, that's one of the huge things is that like all these people are getting away with shit. They're not learning. We need to help the people who are getting left behind. That's like with the whole thing with the renewal, how he believed that's how it was because he didn't know and he wasn't looking into his dad's stuff. But that was always like his thing was the renewal. We're going to help the people who are being left behind. And then it was like, oh shit, it's all corrupt. No one is being helped. And so he's just like, well, got to come through. And it changes his entire perspective. So he's not there for vengeance anymore. He doesn't care about making that up. He got his when he knew what happened, who killed his parents and blah, blah, blah. And that was served even if, like, Falcone wasn't allowed to die, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was both of their vengeance um, against what happened. But he didn't need that further. He didn't push it on his own. He was there for her more than anything else. Did I just say yeah, a bunch of words that absolutely. made sense or no? No, yeah, I get it. Because, like, it's him trying to figure out not only what he as an individual stands for, but also what is he going to stand for alongside Gotham. And something that Woot brought to my attention is that previous live-action movies, um, aside from, like, the Tim Burton ones, haven't really captured that Gotham itself is also a character. Yeah. Like, Gotham is a living, breathing entity in these stories, and 
that's why, like, the animated series captures it so well, because to make sure that it caught this essence of what Gotham is, it's all animated on black paper, because of fucking course you would start with the darkest option possible, because you want to make sure that you maintain that overwhelming ambiance that this that the city has and this movie does it really well and also in the context of batman trying to figure out who he is within gotham and the gotham renewal plot within the film really really ties that home i think i agree fuck yeah i'm glad they went over i also just love that selena dug into fucking falcone's face Mm. Give him that scar. Uh, Get in there. It's not usually like that's not usually her backstory. She's usually not related to Falcone. It's only in some lines where they do that. Um, usually her parents are ambiguous in what sense. It depends on the background. But I like that one for her. Um, I like the independence. I like her working there to protect other girls. Um, very in character for her. I just love her. She's so cute. Um, actually, I love that Zoe Kravitz got to play her because in the Nolan movie, she was told she was too urban to be Catwoman. That's why people like Jen, or not, um, who was it? 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 I can't think of her name right now. And what? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway? Yeah. That's why Anne Hathaway was casted because Zoe Kravitz was too ethnic despite her voicing Catwoman prior to that. Despite Catwoman literally being like not completely white she's in several knit, yeah. comic runs well also she voiced catwoman in one of the animated movies prior to that happening so she's already played catwoman that's why she's like all right i'll audition for catwoman for this movie and then they didn't pick her they picked anne hathaway and anne hathaway's catwoman was wow. balls um sorry i i like anne hathaway a lot but she just doesn't fit that type of anne hathaway in hasn't been in a good movie since ella enchanted i'll die on the hill fuck you <laughs> oh my god ella enchanted she really wars. said it it was so good dude yeah Zoe um, kravitz is a perfect catwoman she's always been a perfect catwoman i love her I'm she's gay. amazing also Another praise to the production of the movie is that too often historically in Hollywood and not even just in the U.S., it's also in um, other countries as well with uh, their film direction, is that there's this giant age gap in the actors, particularly with their love interests, and that female love interests are usually in their 20s, like mid-20s, maybe up to 29 or 30, very rarely over age 30. The actors, the male actors, the male leads can be what fucking ever age they want, and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't really change until they need, like, a mom character, and then they'll start casting women that are over age 35. Mm-hmm. If if that. Sometimes they still go younger. Zoe Kravitz is 33, and Robert Pattinson is 37. And they, like, not only do they have awesome chemistry on screen, awesome chemistry uh, in all their um, the behind like, the promotional scenes photography so that they sexy. did, all their behind-the-scenes stuff, they're so sexy. Mm-hmm. But they're also reasonably aged, reasonably and believably aged to be in that kind of uh, romantic involvement, because they're not quite a relationship, but their involvement in general isn't, like, gross or weird, and it feels... Right. Like everything fits in place with that. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, I agree with you. I just liked. I feel like I, I love this them movie. So much. We had so much to talk about about this movie, but we're also at the point where she's like, I like it. So I don't know what else to say. I just like it. I like I it. I like it bad. I just like it. I like I remember 
going to see The Dark Knight in theaters, I think that came out in what, 2009? Yes, 2009. So I would have been 13 at the time. I was nine. And, um, and I remember going to see it with both my parents. Um, I was so stoked. I was so into it. I was like, wow, this is amazing. But I remember there being a point in the film where it just kind of lost me on what about this is Batman now? And there was a, I think it was like right before the hospital scene, like where Joker dresses up as the soldier. I swear to God. The only, and like wipes up his makeup The only thing good about those movies was the Joker. And he was a fantastic Everything character. Everything else Batman he wasn't, sucked. Like Heath Ledger's Joker was amazing. He's a phenomenal actor, but that wasn't the joker to me yeah it was a really amazing villain and a fantastic performance but it wasn't the joker yeah. to me i just didn't like them there's only one yeah and i mean i think it's valid i think that the the nolan movies have a lot of nostalgia around them but i don't think that they hold up as much as a lot of people want to claim so i just i just remember thinking that like there was a point in the dark knight that really lost me and i stopped paying attention to what part of this was Batman, and it just kind of felt like a generic action movie at that point. Never did I reach that moment in this one. Mm. I felt like every second was utilized very effectively, especially for the Riddler being the main rogue, because you have to build up. You have to have that suspense with the Riddler because he has to lay out all of his plans and his clues, and, like, they did that really well. Of course, he's not super goofy Riddler, so he's still a little different, but I still feel like they translated him to screen way better than Nolan did for the Joker. I agree. I completely agree. I don't know. I thought those movies did not hold up. I watched them when they first came out when I was a kid, and then I tried to watch them again like two, three years ago, and I couldn't do it. Um, they felt like they were trying way too hard to be dark. They felt like they were just good performances in separate, isolated like areas, but they didn't hold up as an overall Batman movie. I just I think until this movie, there hasn't been a good like live action Batman in at least like twenty years. Oh yeah, since this like. Prior to this movie, the best live-action Batman was 1989 yeah. with Michael Keaton. Yep. And that's because it's not afraid to be goofy. It's not afraid to be weird. It's not afraid to embrace the fact that it's from a fucking comic. And, like, you cannot get a better Joker in live-action than Jack Nicholson. You just can't. He just fits it so perfectly. Agree. But also, if Mark Hamill Pro- came and... Prove played- me wrong, Hollywood! If Mark Hamill came and Prove played live-action Joker, I also wouldn't be opposed. I would scream. I freak the fuck I would out. Scream. Can we get this man in it? Can we get this man back in it? I mean, he still voices Joker for please? like all the games and the movies and shit. Yeah, he's still really involved with the animated stuff, but like, oh, I would love it if time. we got a Mark Hamill Joker. Or if we did like The Dark Knight Rises, um, or not Rises, The Dark Knight Returns as a live action. It had like an older Bruce and an older Joker. That'd be interesting. We could get it, get Mark Hamill up in there. Agree. I think so, too. Um, I feel like I'm doing a really bad job of talking. I feel like I'm burnt. I feel like I've lost my brain. I feel like I told all my fun stories before we started the episodes, and I was just like, oh, I really liked Batman. Wah, wah, wah. I really, really liked Batman. I just enjoyed a movie that didn't feel like it was for the same Marvel crowd. I liked the humor in this movie. I did liked that it was not just like, gotcha, ha ha! He liked Marvel humor, like the last. That's what made Infinity War 
fucking unbearable for me. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I yes. hated Infinity War. I hated Endgame. Terrible Marvel I hated movie. them both. I like Marvel movies, I really but I did. hated those ones. Yeah, but I agree. Thor Ragnarok, a work of art. Endgame, oh, Jesus. Okay. It's like they so saw... So you are not... Oh, you are not the first person to tell me that. Um, Bianca, one of the hosts of Art Art Pop Talk, one of my good friends, um, which if you haven't checked out their show, go listen to their podcast. They're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, texted me right after she watched this Batman. And she's like, oh, my God, this was such a breath of fresh air after watching all those fucking Marvel movies. <laughs> And saying specifically that the humor in particular, it was so nice to just have these little moments where, yeah, you don't have to laugh, but if you find it humorous, awesome, because that's a moment that felt more human and not like, haha, get it? It's a reference. It's a joke. It's because Marvel always does like the pause for humor. You're like, okay. But there were parts of this movie that were funny as fuck. Like when Penguin thinks he's getting away and he looks over and just, oh shit funny funny to me um the scene l l rata la rata <laughs> funny as hell um my favorite thing is we put that in the episode resources the will jack of them pointing at the bat with the <laughs> with the rat with the wings on it <laughs> thank you make sure you put that in the re- uh, resources it's really important it's a good episode <laughs> it's a good meme it's true it's so i good. love how bad they tried to hold on to that like the entire time they're like Falcon, penguin, a bat, a rat with actual wings. <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> My favorite was like really for pigeon. a minute, like pigeon. <laughs> they were on pigeon for like a minute. He didn't think of any other birds, anything. Just pigeon. <laughs> pigeon. I I really appreciated how like um. <laughs> I know traditionally the Riddler's whole thing is he has to be the smartest and he has to outsmart Bruce Wayne. And I liked that in this one, he accomplished it and like still got mad about it. (laughs) He outsmarted me. (laughs) He solved my basic ass riddle. Honestly, you know the part with the uh, district attorney? How did he not hear Bruce giving Mm -hmm. the answers? I think he did, but just didn't care. I w- if I was him, and I was like, "What is this?" He's like, "Vengeance, vengeance!" Hey, hey, see, he baby, hey, hey, is he helping you? Up that bullshit up right now. Is he helping you? Oh I'd be God. if I was like, I... I'd be throwing a fucking tantrum. Like, stop, stop helping him. You're ruining the fucking point. Stop, stop. So, um, I know you are not active on Twitter or on Twitter on Tumblr anymore. But uh, for those of you that are active on Tumblr, or even aren't, um, it's going fucking nuts with Riddler Batman ship stuff right now. They're like, oh, this Riddler is so in love with Batman. He's so fucking in love with Batman. He got so mad when he was like, we could work together out of Arkham and be teammates. And Batman's like, no, fuck you. Like, that was that was not him screaming in defeat. That was a breakup My song. Man was sad. <laughs> he thought they were in love forever. He thought he was writing little Mr. Batman Riddler in his little journal, carving it into his little prison wall. Oh my god. Um, I just it cracks me up how much ship stuff is on there right now. 
for a moment, I thought that um, it was to, uh, Harvey Dent in the hospital or in the prison because of his weird face. Because he's not wearing makeup, but he's still kind of mutilated on the cheek you can see. And then he started laughing. He's like, what the fuck are we doing? Who is this? Because it's a new Joker. Like, who, who, who are you? I'm not excited for a new, new Joker. For a minute, I was like screaming. Like, if this fucking Jared Leto, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill. I'm going to commit dead. No more Jared Leto. I don't think they have the rights to I use Jared do, Leto's Joker. Well, just because no, DC but, um, doesn't mean that they have... They do, because uh, in the opening like trailer thing for the DC uh, EU, um, anim- like the movie trailer, where they list like Aquaman and stuff like that, those are all in the same collection as Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, but that wasn't in this opening. Yes, it was. There was an opening that played that had Black Adam and Aquaman and this Batman all lined up. Did you not have this part of the trailer for you at the beginning? Oh, this was in the previews of, like, you know how Marvel does their flip through of all their stuff? Yeah. That's what they did with this, but it was, like, all of the new upcoming, like, DC stuff, how they're all in the same universe. Jerry Little Joker is in the same universe as uh, Justice League. Oh, no, I do see what... I, I remember what you're talking about now. Yes. Okay. I didn't see <laughs> that I thought it was... <laughs> no more! No okay. more! Well, it really didn't look like him. No, I but know, I also but just, I'm just like, praying to God they don't try. I just want, like... Can we get another Bane, please? I want, like, actual... Can we get another... Like... I want actually Mexican wrestler Bane, not a white man who was tortured. Can we... <laughs> Can we get, like, another fucking Scarecrow, please? I think that would be cool. Can we get Poison Ivy? We haven't had her since the fucking 90s. It would be really neat if we threw her in there. Give me Harley Quinn. I Throw Margot Robbie in there. Why the fuck yeah, not? True. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I hope we get more. I really hope we get more. We probably won't with the way that this film is, like pitched right now just like right now it would be a rush to throw in everybody and i hope they don't because that's what happened to spider-man 3 where they're like fuck it throw in everyone now and you're like i can't i can't keep up so i hope that they do but they don't marvel it up and overfill everything i hope they take it at a really good pace yeah i hope they give bruce time to mature into other villains it's probably sounding like joker is gonna be the next one um, if they this one does get approved for a sequel, which it has not been yet, but it more than likely will with the success. Really disappointing that Robert Pattinson's not going to do porn now, though. Um, really heartbroken about it. Uh, really fucked up. I think that's why Ben Shapiro said this movie sucked. Um, <laughs> no, Ben Shapiro hated this movie because it's a criticism of rich white men. I, did you see someone like quote retweeted him and said, "Oh, if this bitch hates a movie, you know that shit gonna be fire." Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's a criticism about rich people. Um, but I'm hoping that whatever they go with next, if this does get approved for a sequel, I hope it's the same amount of time. I liked three hours. Normally, I can't sit through three hours of a movie. Um, three hours of the Matrix sucked balls. Uh. <laughs> Three hours of well, they were also showing like old footage. 
in the Matrix and in, in Endgame, it was just kind of look at look at how many people we can shove in this time. No, it's I still bad. haven't because yeah. you hate it so much. It's true. You gotta watch it just to watch it. I know. We gotta watch the new. I'm watching it on with Sunday Ray. too. I'm gonna see it with oh, Gavin God. and Eli, and then they're gonna make me watch the Greasy Strangler. Have you seen the Greasy Strangler? No. What the fuck is that? what is that what uh, is that movie that's supposed to just make you uncomfortable um oh lovely. literally like our friend dan has walked out and like threatened eli like if you make me if you even mention this movie by name we will not be friends anymore oh my god and how how uncomfortable are we talking very here you go i'll send you the imdb for it if you want to read over that okay ew i don't like that cover art oh, ew 2016 ronnie runs a disco walking tour with his son brayden when a sexy woman takes the tour it begins a competition between father and son for her love it also signals the arrival of an oily strangler strangler who stalks the streets at night it's a love triangle what with a fuck? weird greasy man Ew, I don't like how he looks. I know! And they're like, we're gonna make you watch. Like, Big Ronnie? His name is Big Ronnie? And Big Raiden. And Big Paul. And Big Thaddeus? Danny the crooner. Big Heine? Ricky Prickles. Prickles. (laughs) Tour taker Taurus. Oh my god. No, I don't want anything. Yeah, to so do I'll with let you this. know how bad this fucking movie is. If it makes me sick, I yeah. will let you know. It's a comedy horror. Okay. So, oh, I love horror comedies. The pictures stuff, look terrifying. That just though. Sounds... The pictures look horrific. It just sounds icky. I just this makes me this is my ick. Yeah, I'm very squicked out by that concept. If you want to watch this good horror ick. comedies, you should watch The Voices. That's good. That. It's really fun. Um, Ryan Reynolds is the lead, and it's all about that he, like, works in an office, and he's extremely awkward, and all he wants to do is, like, ask this coworker that he has a crush on on a date, but he's just so bad. He is so bad at asking her out that it looks like he's a serial killer with with how bad he keeps making all these mistakes and stuff like he offers to give her a ride home because it's in the rain and it's dark and then he like gets really nervous and so he like goes off the road because he's having a hard time paying attention to driving and he like runs into a tree in the woods and then she gets out of the car because she's scared and so he's like chasing her down and he like accidentally kills her somehow and so it just becomes this whole snowball of that and he's like oh geez i'm so sorry i didn't mean i don't mean it i'm so sorry like the whole time (laughs) um i like i think my favorite still my favorite comedy horror is always gonna be tucker and dale versus evil (laughs) it's just so I've never, never seen that one. It's on Netflix. It's the best movie of all fucking time. It's two rednecks who are in a cabin, but their cabin happens to be next to a cabin full of teenage, like, horny teenagers who are going away, and they're terrified, but these dudes are just existing, and then it gets crazy. Please, God. It is so fucking funny. Please watch it. It's the, it's the best, we'll it's the best it horror together. movie of all time. Um... I got, me and Ryan got really high and watched it when he was here for my birthday the first year, because it was his first time seeing it. Woo! I love that movie. <laughs> There's a, a horror comedy that I want to watch called Frankenhooker. My mom has from, seen like, that. 90s, my mom has it on DVD, I think. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, does I she like she it? it? I don't. I have to ask. Her. Okay, I just, I still need to watch it. It looks really fun. It does. I like. Goddamn. Mmm. Mmm. Goddamn. I just I like horror movies that are funny, but not like. <laughs> yeah. I hate. And not Wojak in it. I love doing Wojak faces. <laughs> I think they're funny as fuck. Just. Oh my god. <laughs> You can't see, I just bulljacked for like a minute straight. Mm. She did. It was mm. delightful. Goddamn. <sighs> Me watching Robert Pattinson on screen. I also like that his suit wasn't a full complete suit. I like that it was just like hard top and then pants with some pouches on them. Car- cargo okay. pants. Okay, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Any time that he started just stalking towards the camera and all you can hear is his heavy steel toe <laughs> boots hit the ground, I was like, oh, baby. He's coming. He's coming. Oh, baby. I was so fucking turned on at the sound of these boots hitting the floor. I cannot explain it to you. I have no... I, do not ask me to give you a logical reason. I cannot. I just know that I heard that and saw him coming out of the shadows and was like, I, I want to be a criminal That's just to see him throw me into that wall. Cowboys Sir? You, you little cowboy <laughs> headass. Um, only goth cowboys. That's what he was. <laughs> He said instead of his boots, it was his, his steel toe boots instead of his yes spurs. Oh my god. You don't know what actually wears spurs, right? Yeah, but you would still hear them clinking if they did. But that's the clink isn't what I care about. It's the heavy weight that comes with the boots. That's what I care about. I care about the power behind it. The fact that if he kicked me with that, I would all my ribs would just shatter. And that's then hot. You go start shoplifting, bro. Me <laughs> when I jump. Gotta become subway. a master I'm cat burglar. No, and maybe he'll marry girl. me. <laughs> Little graffiti, you're gonna get your neck broken. You jump a turnstile on the subway. <laughs> Listen, if I have to go and steal jewels so that I can fuck Batman on a rooftop, I might. You gotta do, but you have to be like fit you enough do, to get to that. What well, you gotta do. I was talking to my coworkers and I made a comment about how I loved the movie so much that I wanted to do costumes of um, Catwoman and Batman with Whoop at some point. And one of my coworkers goes, "Oh yeah, who's gonna be who?" Uh, obviously, like you know, you or Batman. I could, I could probably talk Whoop into getting into it. If a you cat make Batman, suit. Though, and I'm I ran it by him. Catwoman. <gasps> I can be your short should, king. This is my boyfriend. Oh my god, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just five foot two in the corner. <laughs> I'm the knight. Whoosh. I am the knight. <laughs> but I I ran the cat suit past Whoop and he was like, you know, maybe I will. So maybe we'll get we'll get Whoop in, in a Catwoman cosplay. <laughs> we can dream. I think that'd be fun. But we have to do oh, the one God. where it covers his face. We gotta do the big ass goggles yes. that cover his face. We can do we can do the first ever costume where she wears the god awful cat head. Go get one of those Halloween like cat masks that look terrible, because it would be accurate. Oh it would. That's like the bad like. mask is accurate. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a terrible thought. <sighs> I am <laughs> so fuck. Like 
a month ago, I was DMing you specifically like, fuck Bruce. I, I don't care about, about Bruce. Kids. I only I only care about the bat kids. I only care about Jason Todd and fucking Danny and Batgirl and Dick Grayson no shit like that. No one else. And now I'm like, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, hello. <laughs> you didn't even know half of the bat kids. You were still missing, missing like, Stephanie Brown. Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown and the new Dude Except Thomas. Dude Thomas and, is a new he's uh, been out since <laughs> I almost said Jim. Tim Drake. Jim, Drake. Um, Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon is now yes. a bat kid. <laughs> if anything, he's like honorary bat uncle. He doesn't know Bruce's identity still, though. Like, yeah, in true. almost every single run, he does not know Batman's identity. <laughs> Everyone else knows but him. But him. But they're supposed to be best friends. Jimmy, come on. Get your shit Figure together. It <laughs> it's not that hard. With. Bro, have you seen Gotham by Gaslight? Uh, I have not yet. I'm going to. It's on my mm, list. It's so good. It's so good. I think it's my favorite animated Batman movie. It's amazing. And Jim Gordon in that is really interesting. Uh, so Harley Quinn the series did Jim Gordon the best. Incorrect. They did Jim Gordon the worst. He's going through his divorce. He's bugging his kid. He just wants to be Batman's best friend. He's living in her dorm with him. Yeah. Her. <laughs> Because the police were overthrown by uh, Harley Quinn, remember? I know, I know the story. I it's just funny. I just can't get over him walking out in a towel, being like, "Hey, Barbara." Yeah, they did the best. Hmm. hmm. Anyways, Anyways, I love you, Barbara Gordon. I love you, Bat Family. Fuck Superman. <laughs> I don't care about Superman. <laughs> Whoop loves Superman. Like, does not really care that much about Batman. Loves Superman. And I'm the complete opposite. Like, get this Boy Scout I out like of my him. sight. If he's not bleeding and sad, I don't care. I like him when he's wholesome with Lois. Uh, I just don't like how they've treated him trying to make him edgy in movies. I don't like when he kills people. Why the fuck are you burning down a million buildings? This is kind of... Um, yeah. Stop. I like when he's happy with Lois. Yeah, you might like Red Sun. I've seen Red, Red Sun's Sun. pretty good so far. I've, I'm reading uh, it right yeah. now. I'm like I read halfway the movie through for it. Red, I watched a movie for Red Sun and I did read some line. The I like Batman in that one. He's unhinged. <laughs> he, he is off the goop. Oh a my man god. Sauced. It's just this big Russian man just like man <laughs> causing man. Damn. Damn. That sure was an episode where we, where I thirsted I constantly. agree with you. I just, uh, I was, I was there with my dad. I had to be behaved and toned down. Um, I had to look at him with respect. I could not look at him with my horny gaze, but I had one. There was one minute, I can't even remember I what had... scene it was, but I think he hit someone different, and me and Zora were like... <laughs> like, we were four like, I don't remember which scene it was. That's so funny. Oh, I have one more criticism. Um, was Alfred a... was studying the first fucking, um... Yes. Cypher? He was staring at that note and the cypher... How the fuck did he not recognize the handwriting on the package? He's like, this is a good idea. And then open it anyways. 
You were looking at the handwriting. There's no return address. It just says for Bruce or for Bat. Didn't it? Yeah, it said for Bruce Wayne. It says it says for Bruce Wayne's eyes only, and then it opens up and says. Yeah, but to the, the bomb is once you open the package, the bomb sets. But yeah. like, why did he see the packaging where it's like shitty written? He's like, this makes sense. My man's could have typed out like a <laughs> a label. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not his M.O. He has to have the style about it. Well, he could have done that on the note inside and then put a basic label on it. So Alfred, who's seen this hand... Oh, he. I guess he wouldn't know that Alfred has seen the handwriting. Yeah, and also, you think the Riddler is going to want to type up shit? He's going to want to be like, my boyfriend's going to look at this and he's going to know it's my handwriting. That part exploded. (laughs) The package exploded. But he wouldn't know to open well, it Bruce, if it didn't have his handwriting Bruce on it. Bruce doesn't know the handwriting. He's not in love with Bruce Wayne. Yes, he does. No, I'm talking... Bruce I'm not talking actual Bruce. From his perspective, he does not know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes, he does. That's the whole, po- that's the whole point why in Arkham he goes and like, very slowly says Bruce Wayne over and no, over to him. No, my man does it's not implied that he... He's just grasping. It's being dramatic so you no. think he knows. I think he uh, knows. No. You even said earlier the Riddler figures not it out in this several one, comic though. Runs, we, it's so a it different. He's like literally states it. He's like, I know you, bitch. Um, he's very, very uppity about it. But um, either way, Alfred, what the fuck? <laughs> Were you born <laughs> yeah, yesterday? <laughs> you looked at this handwriting got fucking... all day, and you're like, you know what? Alfred's got combat medical training. He has seen war, and he's like... Literally, the bees are all fucked up. He's like, this makes sense. (laughs) He wrote, like, four bees on it. (laughs) You know what? Still better than Scream. scream. (laughs) But make it make sense, Alfred. (laughs) Damn. Jesus Christ. You want to roll into our bits? I would love to roll into our bits. You want me to go first? You want to go first? Have I had an out-of-character quote here in a minute? Oh. Um, no, I don't I don't think you have. Uh, yeah, um, I do. When you so, were sick on February 20th. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We haven't done this for a minute, so I want to give a little intro. We like to embarrass each other by reading DMs completely out of context uh, live on the pod every single time we record an episode. So now you can embarrass me. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I got a text I have to respond to. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Take your time. It's not like we're recording an Well, it was about what we're doing, so I need to, like, know how I'm going to eat dinner tonight. Um, uh, um, When you were sick on February 20th, uh, which would have been in the fucking, like, barely after we filmed the episode, if you, you know, posted it. (laughs) Um, You said, how do I know I'm healing, you ask? I can finally take a shit without feeling like my soul is going to leave out my ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. Mm. You really did think you were gonna die. Right? <laughs> All right, here's here's another one for you. This was March seventh. This was this week at three twenty five p.m. You DM'd me and said, "I feel like Patrick Bateman, except for instead of having homicidal urges, I'm trying to not shit myself." It's because you know the scene where he's walking down the hall. No, no, but no, no, like you know the scene where he's determined walking down the hallway. That was me dodging every conversation from my coworkers, like marching, like I'm gonna fucking lose it. Oh Everyone tried to talk to me on that path out, and it's like I can't do it. Amazing! Oh man, what an episode! What an episode! Um, we have 
some lovely yes, patrons. Yes, yes, yes. Um, our first. Yes, I do. I had it up before we started recording. This time. Wow. Um, look at you. This month, Super Saiyans. Uh, I said thank you last month, but I never got. Um. <laughs> yeah. Same both. Same um. Both. Well, no, I'm saying the same ones. I'm just saying I did say this last time. I was on top of it. But I guess it'll be a Patreon episode for later. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta give you shit. It's my job, it's my duty. No, it's fine. That's what I signed up for. It's cool. Say the patrons. Um, thank you this month for our Super Saiyans. Oakley, Ryan, Ryan, Ray. I appreciate and love you both. Remember, guys, you can join our Patreon through Fandames or patreon.com slash Fandames. Fandames pod. pod. I forgot where we are. Nebula, where can we find your social Hell media? Hell yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at nebula underscore inky. That's I-N-K-Y. And Parks, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at littlelightbee. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash crownguardcosplay. And you can find me on Instagram at crownguardcosplay. You can find the show at fandamespod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us outside your window tonight at exactly 11.04 You better pray you hear this episode on time or we will get you. Oh, yeah. All right. See you then. See you then. Run. <laughs>